positioned her perch. When something is said, she will hear it. Now Gordon Hamilton and Spencer Burr sit always on pew number three. Those two won't speak to the other directly, but one up the other, so all will see. In class one will answer, and then the other will top. One prays while the other amens. But the real disruption always comes in the service, when it's time to sing the hymns. If you are asked, are they a bass or tenor? Fortissimo should be your reply. You think they compete to keep God's attention far away from the other guy. Poor Miss Perdue had endured their crowing as long as she possibly could stand. So at Christmas one year she gave them both a personal gift made by her hand. Woven ties made considerably too short, she chirped, Please honor and wear them each week. Knowing neither would want to be first, to insult the poor widow, meek. Every Sabbath since they've come to church, and they're matching crocheted cravats, smiling to Polly, but frankly trying to breathe. No amens or singing's been wrought. And when it came time for hymn requests, Mrs. Perdue's hand the minister did find. Sure enough, she requested that good old hymn, Blessed be the tie that binds. Fast quickly, challenging Christians to worship with proper motives. Isaiah 58, 2-8 Many claim Christianity and then spout an obscenity. They are unaware or uncaring of their sins. Few seek day by day or delight in God's way, nor share with their neighbors and kin. Do we fast for contention or perhaps permission to strike with wicked fists? We would bow our head and use ashes for beds, if God's favor we could enlist. But the godly fast results in goodness to the last. The oppressed are allowed to go free, the homeless brought in. If naked, give cover to them, and bread is divided amongst the hungry. Then your light will break forth like the dawn, and recovery will spring speedily upon. Your righteousness will go outward and toward, while your rear guard will be the glory of the Lord. Angels say good news of great joy, Jesus' birth. What do you do with him? Challenging everyone to be unified unto Christ. Genesis 2.25, 3, 6, 8, 15, 12, 2 through 3, Matthew 17.20, John 3.16, Ephesians 2.8-9. In the beginning... Life was most carefree. Then Adam and Eve ate from the forbidden tree. When God came to visit, the couple chose to flee because they had committed a mutiny. God formed a plan, his son the key. He would be personified, crucified, and glorified for man to see. Now believe, receive, reprieve is God's plea. A destiny, immunity, no more scrutiny. Community. As sons of Adams and daughters of Eve, eternal life can be yours, and it's free. How? Use faith the size of just one pea. Be careful what you do with him. Tis a difference between mutiny and unity. Prophet, priest, and king. Celebrating the fulfillment of prophecies through Christ. Deuteronomy 18.15 Zechariah 9.9, 9, 
Luke 24:44, Hebrews 7:26 through 28. To be a prophet requires no lineage. Predictions are true, but often ignored. Deuteronomy foretold the Messiah would come and speak in the name of the Lord. Jewish priests were born from the Levitical line, teaching God's law, directors of laud. Sacrifices were offered for both them and their flock. This first covenant was desperately flawed. Kings ascend from the line of Judah, sovereign over one and all. Zacharias said the king would come, on a donkey, all of Jerusalem enthralled. These prophecies transpired and the covenant flaw was removed during just one week. Christ's life fulfilled hundreds of prophecies and the law, proving it is Jesus whom wise men still seek. The Trouble with Tribs Challenging Christians